Hey, my name is Niles Fitch from This Is Us. Uh, I'm here at Brave Maker, and we're talking about an upcoming movie I just did called Miss Virginia, where I play James Walden. Brave Maker currently has a 100% matching campaign. Every dollar donated until December 7th will be doubled, thanks to the Jacques M. Littlefield Foundation. Stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. All right, all right. We got Niles Fitch on the Brave Maker Podcast yes, right now. Hey, hey dude. It. We just ate, uh, what did we eat? What did we uh, eat for lunch? We got Chick-fil-A. He flew in with his mom and sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we waited for director Daniel Hanna to yes. come out. And like, what are we going to do? He's like, Chick-fil-A. Some Chick-fil-A. I had, to get, I had to get my 12 count. You chowed down your 12 count. <laughs> my 12 count. I already the know The nuggets. It. The 12 count nugget meal with a large fry and a large high C. It was a high C. It was like the biggest, it was like biggest a big you gulp. Can get. Yep. It's like a big gulp. <laughs> For real. <laughs> do they have Chick-fil-A's in LA? They do, but it's only, it's, uh, it's probably like six. Only six? So it's, it's not a lot, but we do yeah, have it. But you can, get, you can get your Chick-fil-A on anytime mm-hmm. in LA. Mm-hmm. Except for it probably takes you an hour to get across town to, to make that happen. <laughs> and there's always a bunch of traffic, always a line, because yeah. everybody loves it. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, man, thanks for coming up to San Francisco. First time in San Francisco. First time in San Francisco, yeah. The weather's nice, though. It's not not raining like it is in L.A. right now, so I'm glad to be here. L.A. usually doesn't have a lot of season. I I know, and it's been raining (laughs) for the past week straight, so that's been... Different. Different, right? Because people don't know how to drive. They don't. Well, no. yeah, there's not a lot of driving happening in LA because you're always stopped in traffic. But exactly. when it rains, people feel like they it's don't the know apocalypse. How to act. No. Yeah. <laughs> not at yeah. all. All right, so Niles, let's dig in. We got yes. a lot of stuff to chat about because mm-hmm. you're here to screen your film, mm-hmm. Miss Virginia. Virginia. Yes. Let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about how, well, first of all, uh-huh. the way we got connected is yes. your agent. Yes, Josiah. Mr. Akinyele. Akinyele. Yes. So I want to shout out to my guy, Josiah. And mm-hmm. here's how it went down. I was in New York, and mm-hmm. he was there because you had just screened Miss Virginia yes. in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, Miss Virginia would be a great film for Brave Maker. And then within hours, boom, 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 all these deals were made. And, that quick. And we're here, man. Yeah, that quick. Yeah. This, that's just Josiah. That's, that's awesome. just him. <laughs> okay, so for those who are going to unfortunately miss the screening tonight but are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. the day after... Mm-hmm. Tell them what Miss Virginia is all about. Uh, so Miss Virginia is about a woman who sees her son falling behind in school, not because he's not intelligent enough, but because the curriculum isn't challenging enough. And in the public school that he goes to, there is a lot of outside forces uh, that are, in a way, bringing him down. And she... Uh, goes to try to find a way to get her son into a better school and set up a program so kids like her son James are able to go to better schools uh, that are outside their neighborhood or district. And you play James Walden. Yes, James Walden. And uh, the character, let's hear a little about the character and playing this guy. Uh, James Walden is a, a, uh, I'd say a troubled youth uh, living in D.C., and trying to traverse puberty, <laughs> dealing with do I go the good route or do sure. I go this bad route? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with the being young, a 
the bad route. He's seeing all these people get stuff and have money and that instant success. Uh, but is he is he going to be able to see the long picture and see you know staying in school, studying and stuff like that, will, you know get you in a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just that those outside forces that are really you know making his life difficult. Yeah. And we were talking about off podcast how you in New York had yes. a similar sort of experience with the education system. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Because Miss Virginia is actually this really amazing advocate for equity in education for yes. all students. Uh, so I uh, was going to school out in Harlem, and like James was, I really wasn't enjoying school, not because I didn't like school, but because there was a lot of a lot of outside forces exactly like that. Uh, and... I was also acting at that time. So, you know, I'm living in a not so great area doing something that people think just because you do, you're uh, an instant millionaire. Mm. So there was there were a lot of, you know, outside forces and my mom saw this and, you know, sought to find a school to to send me to outside of our district where I'd be able to really thrive and you know she was able to find that school and sadly I ended up having to leave after like three months <laughs> because because I booked something dang but <laughs> she did she did uh she was able to find a, a better school for me to go so to. mom Nikita is in the room yeah, right she's now a, she's on this this give, is the side we give keep a holler off. can we hear you give a holler she you hear her she's <laughs> back there so hollers out to the mom yes. hollers out to people like Miss Virginia who do see see a problem and yes. say, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines mm-hmm. and let this happen. And they get up, they stand up and they advocate and that's huge. Yeah. So, so you got to tell this story too, because okay. we're going to get there. We're going to talk about Randall yes. on this is us, but you're this teen actor who's mm-hmm. known at the po- at this time for playing a certain character. Yes. You go to audition for Miss Virginia mm-hmm. and your agent, my guy, Josiah gets yes. a little, Message saying, mm, they're not sure if you can play this part. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? I remember reading the script and being like, I really like this and I'd love to do it. Uh, and I feel like as an actor, when you leave an audition room, mm-hmm. you can tell whether <laughs> or not that's something you want to be a part of and something you know that you can actually see yourself in. And when I left that audition room, I had that feeling. So when I heard that you know they were unsure... I was like, hey, let's shoot him an email. Uh, and that's something I've never done. I'd never heard anybody do, but I was like, hey, I, I want to I, I wanna fight for the role. And, uh, you know, I, I sent them an email, and luckily they were open to calling me back in. I had a uh, director session with uh, Mr. Dan and some of the producers and stuff like that, and the rest is history. That's great, man. We talk a lot about on this podcast about braving your own way mm-hmm. in the creative no, industry, for real. right? Because we wait around so much, twiddling our thumbs, hoping someone will give us that job. We yep. go on an audition, we pray, I hope I get it. But what I hear you saying is you actually advocated for yourself you too. You got to go for it. You got to make it. You got to mm-hmm. let them know exactly. I'm the right one. This is why. Mm-hmm. So I put this out there, you know, for actors, but anybody. When you're going after something, find if, if you're knocking on the door and you feel like no one's opening it, make them see that you need to get in the door however yes. you do it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's great. You sent an email and it worked. Yeah, I, I'd say some of the most biggest, uh, some of the biggest compliments I ever had in my career were because I took the initiative myself and didn't wait. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I'm curious. 
uh, someone, I had put out a, um, a Facebook post and Instagram and asked for people to submit some questions. Uh-huh. Brendalyn Wilson. Okay, Brendalyn Wilson. Here's Brendalyn. She asked, since you're in a film about a, a person who's advocating for education, who's been a significant person in your life, like a teacher who's had an impact on you? Mr. Ryan, easy. Let's hear why. Why Mr. Ryan? Uh, so Mr. Ryan was my... <laughs> Uh, teacher and would you say advisory teacher? Yeah, sure. advisory advisor, teacher, like a high school advisor. Yeah, he was my like high school advisor. Uh-huh. Like I guess you say like guidance counselor. Guidance counselor. So yeah, uh, he was my guidance counselor for I'd say sophomore through senior year. Cool. And in L.A. In L.A. And that's when uh-huh. I was booking This Is Us. Yeah. Did this movie another project to where I was traveling like literally to a different country and. It was literally him and my set teacher, Mrs. Monique, mm-hmm. staying in contact, staying on my butt, making sure that I'm mm-hmm. knocking everything out uh, throughout you know, my, my last two years of school to be able to graduate. And uh, he had a giant impression on me because him and I were a lot alike. And you never, I feel like when we see teachers, we never, we don't see them as human beings. Mm-hmm. And... With Mr. Ryan, it was like I, I saw myself in him, mm. uh, and I feel like he did also because we had a lot of similar experiences in life. With you know, his father passed when I was young. My father passed when I was young. So you know, just being able to talk to a teacher and you know have someone there fully support me just meant a lot to me. And that's why I'd say him. He had you know a very big impression on my life, and I still text him to this day. I'll, right, I um, hit him up like, "Oh, your Chicago Bears are terrible." Is he from Chicago? He is from uh, Chicago. Oh, my, you're, yeah, you're from Chicago. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I hit take him no up offense. like, I hit him up like, "Dang, I feel so bad about Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sorry." <laughs> that's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. I love that. I think that says so much. I mean, we can go on and on about like this industry and all like the red carpet and all that that type of thing, and we all want to see our dreams come true when it comes down to the end of the day it's all about relationships mm-hmm. and do we have relationships with mm-hmm. significant people who we know love us obviously you have a loving family who's in this room right now mm-hmm. who's bent over backward yeah. to help you see these dreams come true and mr ryan is a great example of someone who mentors mm-hmm. and cares i love that that's that's why we have this movie we're gonna watch tonight someone exactly. who cared who cared enough that's really cool okay so this this kind of segues into this this thing I want to talk to you about because your role in This Is Us, which I love the show. I, I told you that. that. I told yeah. you that. And, and then, you know, sometimes I get people on the podcast or who come to Brave Maker and I got to like binge watch their show like the week <laughs> of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this one, I was like, dude, I've been watching since the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm caught up. I know, I, I, you know, I know that Kevin has a has a, a baby on the way. Flash forward, who know, right? What's going on? <laughs> Spoiler alert! If you didn't watch it, um, but you have a really significant character that you're playing that sort of has similarities, like the challenges that James Ford mm-hmm. had in mm-hmm. Miss Virginia to the challenges that Randall has that you have had in your own life mm-hmm. uh, growing up. I'd be curious to hear you kind of talk about what are you learning about yourself. As a, as a teenager processing life, learning how to advocate for yourself as a black man, dealing with the racial injustices we see in our country, because Randall deals with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, even you're not in this so much, but the younger, younger Randall in the show recently had a black teacher. Yes. And that, I loved that. I yes. loved just, so I'd love to hear you riff on that a little bit. Like, how do you make sense of all that? How are you connected? What are you learning? Yeah. Um, I've learned a lot. I've learned how important Randall is, uh, meaning the importance of it is for the culture. Uh, 
you know, when I talk to my friends that watch it, you know, so 20-year-olds, you know, 19-year-olds, 18-year-old black guys, you know, they're like, man, like, Randall's awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they hear guys from all different walks of life be like, you know, Randall's such an inspiration, you know? Uh, You know, it means a lot to me, and Mm -hmm. it's made me want to advocate for more, not black people on TV, but black uh-huh. people on TV to where they're not a stereotypical black person, right. but there's something like Randall where they're a family man yeah. uh, and stuff like that. Uh, so that I, I've really paid more attention to stuff like that. And then, you know, me as a person, it, it, it's weird. It's actually done the, it's like, re- it's, it's like done a reverse. So what I mean by that is when people meet me, they're taken aback because they expect me to be exactly like Randall. Mm. Uh, and I feel like it's actually educated people because I, I can play somebody like <laughs> Randall and have a lot yeah. of, you know, uh, a lot of qualities exactly like Randall, but then still be a completely different person yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it's opened people's eyes that, you know, black people come in all different, you know, you know shapes and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, have a bunch of different uh, outlooks on life, uh, and I, I feel like that's that's something that I've learned a lot, and I feel like the show has taught uh, that you can't just judge a book by uh, mm-hmm. by its cover, especially showing William, who was mm-hmm. a guy that was strung out on drugs, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you know, was really struggling, mm-hmm. uh, and and to show who he was, you know, towards the end of his life, you know, it's not something you would expect if you just read you know the stuff that had happened in his life uh so i i feel like it has been very influential in showing you know different uh black men Mm -hmm. i'm i'm really i'm I'm really really i really really love that yeah you should be proud of the work you're doing on there and to those who are writing it dan fogelman who created it i mean it is it's it's something, it, it, you know, and it's not a major network. It's not on a cable. It's not on streaming. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. You know, it is something to behold. They're dealing with uh, race. They're dealing with gender and sexuality. Yes. Sexuality, everything, They're right? And, and I, class. I, that's why I think it's it, it's a show that's liked by so many because I feel like in a way it represents everybody, but not in a forced way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very organic, yeah, and that's how real life is. Yeah, and I, I think that's why this is us has impacted, you know, our infiltrated society. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, dude, you, you, you won big by getting a role on that <laughs> show, Facts. man. Facts is a blessing. Really, really, yes. really, really. So, for actors mm-hmm. who are listening to our yeah. podcast, Shout uh, out, <laughs> talk a little bit about the process. Of um, like you're now you're 18, so you can work the 12 hour days. Before yeah, you couldn't, could right? Because when you're under 18, I think you is it eight or six or what is it? I forget. Uh, it's it's uh, it's really seven hours, I believe. Okay. It's it's 10, but three are dedicated to school. Gotcha. Okay, so it's yeah. really seven. Uh, and now that I'm 18 and I'm having to work. 12 <laughs> plus hour days I want to advocate for it to be moved yeah. up to 25 <laughs> it's real so the Screen Actors Guild is the union that actors are a part of <laughs> yes. and they you know because I've I worked with kids a ton and they make it so that kids don't burn out which is yes. really legit mm-hmm. but once you turn 18 it's like boom it's good you're yes. an adult now and they- uh, but I still feel like in a way there should be uh, so I'm in college right now mm-hmm. 
but I'm still doing those 12 hour days, but still, I'm still a kid that's in the educational system. So uh, a part of me does want there to be some type of uh, different code for children that are also in college. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's, as a child growing up in the business, you're told, take the Chespy, take the Chespy, take the Chespy, because people aren't going to want to hire chess you. The Chespy, oh, for people who don't know, <laughs> the Chespy is, like a GED is or a, so it's a test that children take to where they can opt out of doing school. Ah. So then they, people, they can work you like an adult. I see. So I know a bunch of 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds that are doing that, uh, but they're doing this and their education is getting left behind. Ah, okay. So they, are, they may be successful as hell, but they're dumb. Because they don't have that mm. educational training, mm. uh, and I I don't like that. Mm. I I want that chest to be removed because mm. I just feel like it's a it's a loophole that adults have created to try to get kids to work mm. as adults. It's uh, all about that money, right? It's, it's all about like that money. That, at the end of the day. It yeah. sounds like you got a platform. You got a political platform to take and up. And nobody's with talking about guild. it, but it's because kids are taught growing up. Sure. Take that chest be so nobody really views it as important, but somebody. To where my mom was the first to go to school, my father was the first to go to school mm-hmm. in my family. Education is important to me, mm-hmm. uh, and not just education, as in you know, so you can be a doctor, but life experience. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what school has taught me a lot—just life experience, yeah—and how to just you know think, you know, oh, it's it's eleven thirty, my essays due at twelve, mm-hmm. got to push this out. You know what I'm saying? That I, I feel like. School teaches you things that you can't learn anywhere else, uh, and that's why I'm going to college. That's deep, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. You, you, looking at mom over here. Proud <laughs> of this, this kid. He's not a kid, but wow, that's really cool. Okay, so <laughs> so now that you just <laughs> like, leveled, that deep. <laughs> leveled me up there, uh, I think that's, a, that's something, dude, you should you should put some energy to. I think yeah. that's you're, you're vocalizing something that I haven't heard before and that you know you could advocate on behalf of other performers who are hitting that 18 year old thing mm-hmm. cuz we think I mean this is even an acting thing but in general right like the 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 18 year old cut off all of a sudden we expect people to be boop Full, full grown adults, yes. and we know psychology tells us that most of us don't feel like we're adult until twenty six. In fact, I can look back into my twenties and go, I didn't know what I was doing. Eighteen, <laughs> nineteen, I had a degree from college yeah. at twenty one, yeah. but I was still trying to figure out how to quote unquote hashtag adult. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. The entertainment industry also escalates people and mm-hmm. causes people to miss out on opportunities. Yep. And so I hear you saying, no, I value my education. And how can other performers get that too? Because I, I assume you don't have a set teacher anymore, right? No, I don't have 18. a set teacher, so I'm having to do it all on my own. And it, yeah, you know, it's difficult. It's yeah. difficult. It's so difficult to where I think I, I, I may, there may be 10, but I can probably count the actors that I know that are actually going to college and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now you have other teen actors you work with. Yes, are they all eighteen or older? Okay, so every all the teen actors, my age group: uh, Rachel who plays Teen Beth, uh-huh. uh, Logan who plays Teen Kevin, and Hannah who plays Teen Kate. They're all uh, above eighteen. Okay, uh, they're all they're like twenties. Oh, so you were the youngest yeah, one in the crew. I'm baby, I'm the baby. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So you probably had a conversations with them in some way. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. because they, you know they've wanted to pursue college and stuff like that, but it's so difficult. Yeah, you know, uh, trying to do that and then balance, mm. uh, you know, working. It, mm-hmm. It's really hard. Attention, filmmakers! Brave Maker screens films every month, and we host an annual film festival. Submit your short films and features 
narrative and documentaries on filmfreeway.com slash bravemakerfilmfest to be considered. Brave stories, brave makers, and brave conversations. Join us for our next monthly film screening and panel discussion. Tickets are available at bravemaker.com. Now back to the show. I think, again, that's a thing, right? When we kind of glamorize the entertainment industry, especially acting, we think, oh, we get an acting job, and it's all red carpet and award shows. Mm, and it's not. But it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's very few and far between with all the hard you know, days on set. And let's talk about that. Like, What are some of the highs and lows of being on a set? Like, I, I love mm. set, and I also know it's stressful, and it's hard, and it's exhausting. But I'd love to hear from you. What are some highs and lows of being an actor on set? Uh, so I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all. Uh, I, I, for me... Uh, Acting in general has never been, uh, there's not really a low point. Mm. Uh, I don't view it as like a job. So there's, there's hardly like, there's hardly low points unless I'm not happy with something I did. Mm -hmm. But more recently I've had to learn when you're doing, and I only really learned this because I'm working the adult hours, but when you're doing (laughs) a episode and you're heavily featured, so you know, you have a bunch of lines to learn. You're working, you know, probably a week and a half, 12-hour-plus days, crying, having to do all, all, put all this emotion out. Not every take can be perfect. Uh, and you have to come to the realization that each take you did, you gave them enough. Mm-hmm. Or you, you did amazing in that take, uh, but most likely they're going to splice that up and use that other take that you probably didn't even like. So you have to come to a place where you, you're comfortable with what you're putting out there. Uh, and I feel like that was something that I had to realize because I feel like as an actor, we're taught you get one take and it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's not stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, th- you know, that was something I, I really had to learn because it's a pride thing also. And I feel like when actors are on set, it's like, dang, I don't want this crew to see me. I don't want the crew to see me do bad. I don't want my fellow actors to see me do bad. But I feel like once you're able to get past that, uh, Acting is completely different, mm-hmm. uh, and you're more comfortable. Yeah, and that's why I always preach: you got to find your comfortability to actors. That's that's literally when anybody asks for advice. That's why I say find your comfortability, because I feel like when you find your comfortability, whether it's in front of the camera or you know it's in that audition room, everything's different. Sounds like a lot of self acceptance too, right? Yeah, like so much of our humanity, let alone being in the arts, is going, am I okay with myself? Am, I, am I okay? Do exactly. I like myself? Do exactly. I love myself? Especially when you grow up doing it. Yeah. Because you're, it's the added pressure of, my family, they're committed too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to release all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's easier said than done. Yeah, because everyone's going to have an opinion too. You have your own opinions of your work. Like you mm-hmm. see it on the monitor, like, oh, can I do that again? Exactly. I don't like that. But then you've got critics, mm. and you've got your directors and producers and all that stuff, and it's a lot. It That's a why lot. I try not to read it. It's good, man. I let my mom read it. Mm-hmm. And then she'll send, she'll send it. <laughs> <laughs> Only send the good ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great, man. Okay, cool. Well, um, if you again, if you haven't watched This Is Us, you gotta watch Niles Fitch do his work. It's really good stuff. Thank you. I cry and I laugh like non-stop. My wife and I are huge, huge fans. You'll meet my wife Wendy tonight. Yes, hey, yeah, it rocks us. Um, uh, so let's talk about. The other work you got going on, because yes. you got a, um, a new movie coming out on yes. 2020. Let's hear about it. So Disney Plus, you know, 
they just came out with the streamer service. It's taken over. Everybody Baby has Yoda. It. Everyone's talking about Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. I haven't watched The Me Mandalorian either. yet. Either. But he does look super yeah, cute. Yeah, super uh, cute. <laughs> but so Disney Plus is coming out with their first original movie about, imagine, how can I say it and not spoil it? So I'm a, mm. I, may, I may keep overlooking ooh, at my mom. Ooh, ooh. Uh, but, Get that contract out. What's, it, what's the NDA say? <laughs> imagine Kingsman meets... That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> the next Kingsman. part, I was about to say, but spoil the heck okay. out of it. Kingsman so, meets something on Disney. Kiz, Kingsman meets teenagers meets something. Okay. okay. But that, that extra something's like the big plot. I got you. Okay. Uh, but uh, basically, I play the first live action prince uh, that I, uh, Disney's ever had. Black Prince that Disney's the ever had. First Black Prince. Black Prince, yeah. Let me let me clarify that. That's Black cool. Prince that Disney's ever that's had. That's cool. Yeah. So that's 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 gonna be Dude, really congratulations. fun. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. That is really cool. So that's yeah. another reason to get Disney Plus. Yes. Because you get to see Niles play this you know, we do we have a name of it? Uh the, Secret Society of Second Born Worlds, but just call it Secret Society because that's way too long. Society. Okay. Disney yeah, Secret Plus. Society. Yeah. Okay. Now do you guys have Disney Plus yet? We do have Disney okay. Plus. <laughs> My sister made the account and she texted me okay. the uh, Okay. Like, here's a login. Here's a login. So, yeah. <laughs> so I've been like rewatching awesome. shows and stuff like that's that. Great. Yeah, yeah. Disney Plus is super cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's weird seeing all these shows that I watched as a child. Yeah, watching it now because there's like a lot. Like I didn't realize growing up, there's like a lot of uh, there's a lot of scenes. That have different meanings now. Oh. Watching it as yeah, as man. older, and they're not like, politically <laughs> they're correct. They're not for kids yeah. at all. Oh, danger zone. <laughs> There's man. like I've been. Wa- I was watching uh, a Raven Simone episode, and in the episode, they're cursing. Like they're literally cursing in between takes. Uh, in between takes. What like, do you mean? So there's this one scene where Eddie and Raven get into an argument, and they're in the car, like you know, just like just arguing. And then she calls him like the N word in the car. Swear to God, swear to God. <laughs> and they kept it in the show. And I'm wow. like, how did I not notice wow. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. They kept it in the show. And I've seen other clips of, like them saying the D, like damn, <laughs> like just saying a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, how did Things nobody see this? Things have changed. Things have so changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like on. That would be everywhere yeah. if that happened nowadays. Yeah, well, a lot of that stuff too, like super racist stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, like just even like facts. cartoon blackface, like just horrible, it's like insane. embarrassing. Like, it's insane. Thank God we're evolving. <laughs> we're evolving, right? Like things have changed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I do have to say that um, my like my kids I have eight, ten, and twelve year old. Mm. The Raven, I think it's called Raven's Home. Raven's is it, Home, is the new one. Yes, now? yes. I laugh. She makes me. I yeah, like Raven's her. Home's funny. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. And the, I, I know some of the the child actors on it, and they're they're real cool. Cool. Yeah. They're All real right. Cool so other people. questions. What else are you watching? Oh, what are what you am binging? I watching? What shows do you get into? Okay, so I'm watching Watchmen right now. Watchmen, HBO. Uh, Regina King is amazing. Okay. Uh, and Power on Stars. Okay. They're on hiatus right now, like mid-season finale. Okay. But that's really good. Ballers was really good, but that just Is that ended. the Rock one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was amazing. Right. I really... not. I, I didn't hear much bub, uh, pub about it when it ended, but I love that show so much. So all three of those shows have really solid casts. Yes. And people, and they all deal with race. Yes, they right? do. They yeah. do, yes. Yeah. Especially Watchmen. Watchmen is mm-hmm. really dealing with it. And but in such an organic way, uh, so I'm, I'm really to see. I'm really excited to see where the show goes. And then we got Westworld coming back. Westworld, you watch that? No. Uh, oh, I, see, I need to get. HBO. Have you watched any of the shows I, I just said? No, <laughs> okay. I need to get. I don't have HBO. Okay. Oh right? wait, let or, me say some NBC shows. Uh, uh, 
I'm loving Brooklyn Nine 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 right now. Is it three nines? Nine nine nine? Is that right? Yes. It's three nines. Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. No, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Don't. There's three on. nines. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, I know Brooklyn this. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Are you sure? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> is it? <laughs> or is it Brooklyn Nine Nine One? I think it's nine nine. Or nine one one. I mean, I it'll be, be totally wrong. Nine one one, not nine nine one. It's Brooklyn nine nine. Is it? Is it three? It's uh, two. <laughs> ah! Brooklyn nine. Oh dang! I'm sorry, Mr. Sterling. He was on that. Oh, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Yes, he was. Uh, on, yeah, he had a. I think he did a, a couple episodes. That's so great, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> see, so I need to get HBO because Watchmen. I want to watch Watchmen. Yes. I love Regina Hall. I've heard great things about King. Regina King, uh, not I, Hall. Yeah, I don't want we them to come Reg- for you in the comments. Right. We said Hall earlier because right. we were talking about Girls Trip earlier. That's right. That's right. I got you. That's I got right. you. you. Got me. I got okay. you. And then um, I need to get Disney Plus because I don't have Disney Plus yet. You gotta so get I got to get those two things. You can <laughs> surprise. That could literally be your Christmas, Christmas present gift. for your girls. I told yeah, because I, I want to watch Baby Yoda, and mm-hmm. I got three. Star Wars loving people, so mm-hmm. it's gonna work for That's me. That's pretty in my good. Favor. Yeah, but I got Hulu, I got Netflix, I got mm-hmm. Amazon. It's like it's a bunch. <sighs> it's so much. Yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna start eating away. No, it's like how much money are we paying in these streamings, but but it's fine. Pro- I'm 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 thinking there's probably gonna be something where it's a bundle deal, right? Where the it's bundle all package. There has to be. That's what they're saying. It, 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 it's just gonna be too much money to be able to keep up with it. Yeah. And if you're doing that, then people are gonna stop paying for cable. Yeah. So like Directv and all that, they're gonna start losing money because what's the point of having the streaming and that? Miles Fitch solving problems left I'm and right saying, over here. On, if you combine. need a consultant, you no, know? don't combine. No, <laughs> but they're probably going to combine. <laughs> Making a monopoly. <laughs> All right, so a um, couple last questions. Uh-huh. You talked about these shows. Yes. You like these shows. Are yes. there any shows that you would like to be on? Watchmen. You want to be on Watchmen. Watchmen. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is the first season too, okay. so they got time. They got time to they got time. Write you in, give yes. you a part. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Watchmen. Oh, what else is? What else is something good? Or who else do you want to work with? Ooh. There are actors that you look up to. Like, hmm, I think it'd be cool to be opposite them. Uh, I mean, you know, there's obviously people like. Uh, Denzel. I've already worked with Denzel. Dude, I, okay, so, I swear to God, I thought of Denzel uh, that you feel like a young Denzel. Hey, thank you. Like you, you I can't remember Denzel in his young teens. I don't know if he was acting at no, that point. I don't even but think so, Denzel yeah. in his twenties and thirties, yes, we yes. know. Like I'm like, you got that. Thank vibe. you. I appreciate that. Thank you got you. that vibe. Thank you. So that's cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, there's obviously like Denzel, like you know yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Man, that's that's my I, man, he's, Matthew he's McConaughey. Guy. That guy is a beast. Just him as a person is just okay. amazing. Like yeah. he's awesome. Uh, then you got you know Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I like him. Jake Gyllenhaal is a beast actor. Uh, you know Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx. You know, there's a bunch of great actors. Yeah. You know, list goes on and on. Come on, man. It's more. Who wants to work with me? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Niles Fitch. <laughs> yeah. Put that out Wants there into the universe. Into Let's do it. Let's and do it. You got one of the hardest working agents. I told you earlier, Josiah. Josiah yes. is gonna. He's gonna work on you. <laughs> and you have got a great manager over here. Yeah, shout to Yeah, Nikita Fitch over there. Okay. Um, so hey, when you hear the word brave maker, yes, what does that mean to you, brave maker? Uh, having the courage to make what you envision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe a lot of people have ideas, but not a lot of people are brave enough to do it. Y'all were brave enough to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Is that, Thank you. is that it? No, that's good. It means hey. different things to different people. Okay. I, I agree. You know, someone said to me the other day, like, um, 
Brave Maker tends to gravitate toward these underrepresented voices, but uh, and some people don't want that. They're like, well, I want to be, I want my voice to be recognized despite my marginalization. And I get that. I'm totally with that. But I think any per person, any person, whatever color you are, whatever ethnicity or gender or sexuality, if you're trying to make something, it requires you to be brave. Yes. I don't care who you are, right? Yes. It's like you've got to be brave to make something, mm -hmm. to get it out into the world. Mm -hmm. First of all, to get over yourself, mm -hmm. right? It takes a lot of bravery. No, I think in honestly anything in, in, in life, even when taking a test. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I, 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 that's great. Yeah. Okay. Fist pump to that. <laughs> anything else you want to say to the aspiring and current creative and brave makers out there about tackling their fears and reaching their creative goals? Uh. Find your comfortability mm -hmm. and uh, watch Atypical Season 3. Oh, that's right. You're an Atypical. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget. Anything else you want to promote? <laughs> no. That's okay. it. That's awesome. It. Hey, yep. thanks so much for coming on the Brave Maker Thank Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks Thank for you being, for having me. I'm glad to be here. You're now a part of the family. Yes, I am. So you're part of the Brave Maker family, and we hope that we can come uh, you can come when you have your film because i heard you exactly. say you wanted to be yeah. directing yeah, at some point get behind the camera. Yeah. so let us know when that happens let's do it you got a venue to to screen that i appreciate that is that cool that's so cool man. all right cool thanks for listening to the brave maker podcast subscribe give us a rating and share with a friend brave maker is a 501c3 non-profit organization our work is funded by generous patrons like you Support the podcast with a tax-deductible donation at bravemaker.com. Brave stories change the world. You are the story.